Welcome to the Merge Boot Podcast. It seems today that all you see is Survivor not on TV and Who Be Halloween on Netflix. So where's a good old-fashioned podcast to talk about Who Be Halloween? I'm Joel Edmiston. I'm Cody Crane. And we have one thing in common. We want to talk about Hoobie Halloween, directed by Steve Brill, the same director as Drillbit Taylor. That's right. Um, we're typically a Survivor podcast, Merge Boot, a Survivor podcast. But Survivor hasn't been on TV for a while, and it's not coming back for another while. So we're grasping at straws. And uh, um, also, too, just uh, because the listeners know we've been reviewing uh, Mass Singer. So we will talk about Mass Singer season three as well, or episode three, sorry. A little bit. I because I didn't watch it. <laughs> you didn't watch it. Joe, no, if I thought to my I thought to myself, if I don't have to watch this show, then I'll just wait till next week, you know? People rely on us watching it. Not very many people. People uh, the we got a request from somebody for asking us to review Who Be Halloween. Probably be, A, I've been tweeting about it a lot. B, it's directed by Steve Brill, the same director as Drillbert Taylor. Also, everyone knows uh, that I'm a huge Sandman fan. I like Sad Sandman. Um, People... I got all the DVDs, Joel. Well, on our first one of our first episodes, our first draft ep- or our our cast assessment episode for Survivor season thirty nine was very rushed because I had to go to uh, watch Uncut Gems at the uh, Toronto International Film Festival. Uh, watching uncut gems in theaters. Listen, I've been watching Sandler movies since you were in your fucking diapies, man. I saw. Uh, so have I. I saw the longest yard in the drive-in. You weren't even. Born. So did I. You weren't even born. So I, I I saw the longest uh, longest yard in the theaters and at the drive-in. See Mr. Deeds at the drive-in. I saw Mr. Deeds in the theater. No, you didn't. You weren't even born yet. Shut up. I was born. I'm like <laughs> a year younger than you, pal. <laughs> You're a baby. I will say this is... I haven't watched many of the Netflix Sandler movies. I, I've seen... Uh, yeah, I've watched Murder Mystery, and I think that's pretty much it. Murder Mystery was the best out of them. Until Hubie came along. Until, and I want to, because people are going to be going crazy here. It's Hubie Halloween. Hubie. Hubie. I, I know. I, I'm Canadian. I say Hubie. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I mean, let's let's go over the mass <laughs> Singer here first so that people are uh, satisfied. So the satisfied. people tuning in, what if, what if there's people that just want to listen to us Talk about Hubie Halloween. Well, we have to prioritize one, and I think we should prioritize the one that we've been uh, committed to the last two weeks. No, no. I think we should prioritize Hubie Halloween. I say we can do Mass Singer right now, but let's rush through it. Well, yeah, so that's still prioritizing uh, Mass Singer. It's putting them. That's what I said. We go through it first. Okay, we, we rush through it. For the people that are here to just listen about Hubie Halloween, we're going to get to it. I'm going to try and make the Mass Singer um, discussion as Hubie Halloween 
as possible. I'll try and tie it all back to Hubie and uh, Rob Schneider and uh, Steve Buscemi, um, Colin Quinn, Tim Meadows, Amai Rudolph, uh, Ray Liotta, um, a lot of people. Look, some of these G- people will June probably Squibb. be on the June Squibb, of course, a favorite of mine. Um, um, uh, lowdown. Uh, Cody, who do you who's uh, who's doing well on Mass Singer? Um, well, uh, Joel, you're starting to go a little bit robotty on me, but I did, uh, I did get that. Who's, uh, who went out on the mass singer this week? So this was, uh, back to, uh, group a, which we talked about on our, the first episode of our mass singer podcast, um, which was the giraffe, giraffe. the sun, uh, the owls and snow owls, the snow owls. Yeah. And, uh, popcorn. So uh, popcorn, popcorn went first and uh, popcorn. Uh, I'm still confident as Cindy Lauper, um, even though some people may think otherwise. It had a pride flag there, which I know that uh, Cindy Lauper does a lot with the pride community. I think that her I could be wrong here, but I'm pretty sure she has a charity uh, for the LGBT community and her brother something with her brother either brother may be gay or something that's the inspiration of her charity though um so i'm pretty that's sure nice. popcorn is cindy lopper uh still the snow owls honestly i'm not sure i kind of rushed through the episode myself so i didn't take in a lot of the clues i may have to do a rewatch of this one joel no owls is ashton kutcher and mila kunis I no. think uh, still, I don't still know pretty confident on that. Uh, they pretty did a beautiful performance, though, nonetheless. And uh, uh, what song? Sorry, not to keep us on this. Let's rush through it. What song? Just quickly. I don't remember. Uh, yeah, who cares? <laughs> and then we had the giraffe. Uh, giraffe had a weird oh, song choice. I don't remember what it was. And uh, Ken I was pulled it. Certain it was uh, Shia LaBeouf. Um, Shia LaBeouf, your old friend. My old friend Shia LaBeouf, and then uh, the sun made everyone cry. Was so good, made everyone cry. What the hell? Why? I it it's so bizarre to me how seriously the people on set are taking this show. It's insane. Um, it's bizarre to me. Apparently, that not taking it seriously. So the giraffe sang Get Down On It by Cool and the Gang. Right. It was an odd choice. Like, that is not a song that you can sing. Buddy, I fucking love that song. I love that song. Well, it's a good song, but it's because there's a it's Cool and the Gang. If you're one person singing the song, you don't have a gang. So you yeah. don't have, like, the Get Down On It. If you really want it. Yeah, it's really hard to sing that song in an impressive way. Got a feeling. Get down on it. Uh, Joel's demonstrating my point. Uh, so the giraffe went home this week, um, oh. which, if you remember, I guessed was someone from Hamilton. I thought it was Hamilton-esque. Uh, mm-hmm. But uh, there were some guesses on the table, like Jason Priestley. Um, 
that was the main one because it ended up being a different actor from 90210. It was uh, Brian Austin Green. Bag himself. Bag himself. <laughs> the big bag. Uh, yeah. yeah. This was... So That's not very exciting. Well, the big thing with Brian Austin Green was that Robin Thicke didn't guess it, even though Brian Austin Green is his best friend and their neighbors. And they used to hang out on set at uh, like um, 90210 and everything. He would bring Robin on set with him. And in the clue package, he pointed out that he always has a Robin on his shoulder because it's it was to represent his best friend, Robin Thicke. And uh, Robin didn't get it. Wow. Who would have guessed that Robin Thicke would be best friends with Bag? Um, <laughs> Wait, would you have got me if I was doing the mass Singer and you were a judge? Do you think you'd get me? Yes. I think just by the way you walk and uh, with your arms and stuff. I don't know if I've ever heard you really... I walk with my shoulders out and I do like a kind of jaunt, you know, just I don't know. I just picture if, if you're singing, you're like putting your arms out like this and m making a big sort of uh, kabuff of it. I, yeah. I feel like I'd be I, I, I'm why, raising the did roof. They explain why the giraffe is dressed as Mozart. Uh, No, it's just cool. Yeah, I think it's stupid. Um, Oh, what? Yeah, I mean, what, it's just it has nothing. To, I was thinking maybe it's Tom Hulse. Who played Mozart in in Amadeus? Um, Tom Holtz. Tom Holtz, or maybe F. Murray Abraham, who of course played Salieri. Uh, I thought uh, that maybe it was they, they were they were making a reference to the movie Amadeus, which is very popular, Oscar winning. Um, I've never uh, heard of it. You've never heard of Amadeus? Mm. -mm. It's like a very popular movie. When did it come out? The 80s. The 80s? I've never... No one's ever talked about it. I have. I think I talked about it on the first episode where Giraffe as Mozart. Speaking of best picture, let's talk about Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Are we just going to do two Santa voices? <laughs> For the whole it's time episode. to talk about who be Halloween. This was um, so. This is Shanner back in his overbite performances. He's back to doing the overbite performance. The, yeah, th this was the first like big character. I guess he's done well. I, I guess you could tell Sandy Wexler. Sandy Wexler. Yeah, and that's my boy, uh, Jack and Jill. Okay, Jack never mind. Jill. But this reminded me more of like the water boy and uh, little yep. Nikki. Like it took me back like this yes. could be one of those 90s, early 2000s movies. But I, I think I think people like this movie, too. It's it's I think not a very good movie, but it's entertaining. And uh, it was uh, it gave me warm feelings. I felt, thought it was nice. I thought it was good. I enjoyed the fuck out of this movie, Joel. I'll tell you that right yeah, now. This was Adam Sandler's. Ernest scared stupid. Yeah, kind of was. It kind of was. It was. It. It. 
Like I kept thinking, I can't wait to show my fucking kids this movie. And then they'd make they'd make like a boner joke or a cum joke or something. I'd be like, okay, um, I just you know if I if if and when I have kids, I'll just cover their ears for those jokes, I guess. Um, because it's mostly a kids movie, but then sometimes it's like, come on me, or it's not going to eat itself. One of the t-shirts says, um. Which, you know, I didn't notice any of that, but I mean, that's (laughs) all just a part of my vocabulary anyways. So I would never even think twice about that. Well, um, the the T-shirt gags were making me laugh. Oh, right. Uh, Yeah, because it's the mom has the the T-shirts. The right. I it was like, uh, what was it called? Like the boner one. The boner donor. The boner donor. Like, yeah, and she said, oh, like, you make a boner, like a mistake. She bought a bunch of uh, T-shirts at the thrift store, and they're all very smutty, very dirty. Yeah, that that was good. I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, I watched this movie. A lot's happened because um, we, we are uh, releasing this on a delay. So, mm-hmm. um we're supposed to record Thursday morning and uh, things happened or whatever. So I watched this on Wednesday, like 7 a.m. Woke up early for it because I had to I had to leave the city for a couple days. Uh, but I was up early and ready yeah. to go for this movie. And it did not disappoint. Yeah. I mean, that's a big thing to overcome is a uh, tired and grumpy Cody just trying to power through this movie at 7 a.m. It's like, uh, you know, uh, it's it's like an antidepressant, this movie. It makes you happy. Or it's like a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. As you saw well, when I was drinking a cup of coffee. Well, when I saw Uncut Gems, which is similar. like a line of cocaine. It's a similar it's, movie. It's It gives you similar feelings. Um, but... Uncut Gems is a stressful movie, right? And I saw, if you remember, Cody, we recorded that day at like 8 a.m. Mm-hmm. And I saw that movie at 10 a.m. Wow. Yeah, so that and was a weird. If day. I remember it, correctly, it, it uh, put me in a weird, weird fucking jittery mood for the rest of the day. Well, yeah. And, and then also, like, soon after you watch that movie, I heard screaming outside my house. I looked outside and opened a trunk and you came out naked from it. That's my brand. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, Ken, I like Ken Jong so much, right? Yeah. It, so, well, and it was Ken's day. You know, we always record on Ken's day. Yeah. Happy Ken's day. And it's, it's spelled uh, uh, K-E-N-E-S. D-A-Y, like like Wednesday. Yeah, I was very surprised, Joel. I wished you a happy Ken's Day, and you didn't respond. I do. I'm more of a react responder. I reacted to the message. You reacted personally. Well, how am I to know? No, I put the care react or the, the, the heart react, didn't I? No, you didn't. You just didn't acknowledge it. Well, maybe I was like being like, oh, I don't want to watch. The fucking mass singer, or I can see your fucking voice, you know, like, which I, I'm not caught up on this week to uh, break it down for you. Is it 
con is it consequential? Is it like is there continuity in that show or do they have a different person every episode? Different person every episode. Okay. It's just a game show, right? Yeah. The um with Cheryl Hines and um uh, Adrian Houghton are there every week. And that's about Yeah, it. the Cheetah Girl. Yep. Um there was anyway, no so who be Halloween? Who be Halloween? Uh what was your favorite part? Favorite part? Hmm. So many to choose from. I liked when uh, old Hubie was riding his bike and everyone was throwing microwaves at him. That was a good gag. I liked him biking. There's a, a gag where he's biking and he keeps having to dodge things. That's it's funny. I will say it does lead to it does also bring up a problem I have with the movie. And I'm sorry, I got a problem with Hubie Halloween. Yeah, it's not a perfect film. Everyone is fucking mean to this guy. First of all, he's well, that's a total the point. fucking idiot. That's the point. I know, but it's annoying. Um, and then the the only person that's not mean to him is Julie Bowen, one of the most beautiful people on the planet, who's so fucking in love with him, and he's the biggest idiot in the world. Well, because I he's he's got a big heart. He's not an idiot. He's not dumb. I don't know about that, Cody. I think he's dumb. He's got a big heart. He cares for the city and everything. She got out of that relationship with uh, someone that's a bit of a jerk. She was dating Kevin, Kevin James. James. And uh, Kevin James has a super cool beard and hairstyle in this one. Yeah, I wonder why they chose this movie. Because his character doesn't really fit the kind of like caveman look that, that Kevin James is sporting in this movie. I wonder why they chose this movie of all movies to put Kevin James in that wig and beard. <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't know. The other part I really liked of this movie, though, was that it brought back uh, the orderly from Happy Gilmore. Yes, it opens with my favorite actor, um, Ben Stiller, um, uh, coming on and, and being like this grumpy guy, grumpy orderly. And, uh, yeah, so somebody escaped from the mental hospital. And you think the movie's going to be all about that. And they, like, they kind of allude to, like, um, uh, Halloween, like John Carpenter's Halloween with Michael Myers escaping from the uh, mental hospital. But it turns out to be a massive red herring. There's a lot of red herrings in this fucking movie. Yeah, I, I mean, like, yeah, it, it, was, it was pretty well-paced and well-structured, actually, for what I was expecting. The uh, but did you a, did you like having that Ben Stiller character back in the Sandlerverse? Yeah, yeah, no, I did. It was it was fun to see him back. At first, I was like, "Oh God, is this just going to be a bunch of like flashbacks to other Adam Sandler movies? Is this going to be just like a retread?" I was, but then about uh, that too. But that's the only one in the whole movie. Pretty much, there are some other references, but not really. Like when he like they, I thought they were going to do the now you're all in big big trouble from. Uh, from Billy Madison, but they saved that for the outtakes. Right. <laughs> um, okay, so this is... I, I, I made a, a tweet about Hoobie Halloween, and Chris Locke um, put it up put, uh, um, in, in my replies. We were talking about it, and he said... And I, and I, I agree with this, and when I saw it, I'm like, oh, I'm going to read this on the podcast. So Chris Locke, follow him on Twitter, all that shit. He's good. Uh, maybe we'll have him on someday. Um, mm -hmm. Anyway, it says... In the first 10 minutes, I thought, 
Well, I owe Kevin James an apology. In fact, this film might be an essential fun romp everyone has been desiring for during the during these awful times. But then the movie went on, and I couldn't I couldn't quit squirming around on the couch, going yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I kind of agree with that. It starts really strong, and I'm like, yeah, this is funny and uh, good. And then it just like. It keeps repeating itself. People keep being mean to Hubie, and like then they, they, they like dispose of some characters, and then they introduce new characters. Tim Meadows and Maya Rudolph. There's so many characters, and they're all so mean to to Adam Sandler, a character who I re- I keep liking, and that's why I I keep liking the movie because he he is you know, it's Adam Sandler. He like he's a likable. He's 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 doing likable. Uh, Adam Sandler instead of like his grown-ups character or or his uh, like uh, click character where he's just a fucking asshole with like very little redeeming qualities. Um, he didn't do it. So ah, I, shut up. Yeah, I start squirming. Like, I don't know, even in big when he's playing these asshole characters and like go back, Big Daddy, Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, even the wedding singer assholes but there's some heart to it there's a reason you're yeah. you're cheering for him and then you get to like click in the grown-ups movies and you're like and jack and jill jack and jill that guy is a fucking asshole those movies like like he, there's no there's no reason to cheer for him so in who be halloween he his performance goes a long way um so you are mad at these characters but there's also just too fucking many characters and there's all these red herrings going on you don't know and there's like you don't know what exactly is happening that's that they're trying to make it seem like people are dying but you don't i mean it comes together and i like it and june squib makes me laugh in the final act so and and you know it was fun seeing the uh, i don't typically love outtakes but it was fun seeing adam sailor having fun on set i think he he's probably a good guy um he definitely is he seems very uh down to earth and everything I, um, you may know, Joel, I worked on set of, uh, Pixels for a couple of days. DG or, or did you have a, a line? Uh, I was locations department. Oh, okay. I didn't know that you were doing dailies. Yeah. So I, uh, I was locations department on the B team. So we were mainly following around, uh, Josh Gad and Peter Dinklage's character. The A team was, um, following, Sandler and Kevin James. Wow. I never um, watched that movie. It's uh, a, because I really don't like Josh Gad, which I feel like I've expressed on this podcast. He's a great Broadway performer. I don't know why you would say that. But the thing is, Joel, uh, you, you should maybe check that movie out. And it's uh, not as bad as you might think. Doesn't uh, um, Josh Gad have sex with a video game in that? Uh, yes. No, there's not a sex scene or anything. But it's implied, sort of like how Donkey has sex with the dragon? Yeah. And Shrek? Yeah. You see you see where I have a moral problem with this movie? No, I don't. See, he, okay, so he has people little are having sex babies. with video games now? What's next? They're going to have sex with uh, uh, DVDs? What's next? You're going to have sex with a, with a Blu-ray? So, Joel, if you fell in love with a video game character that was became real, you you wouldn't you would be like, no, you're a video game. Isn't you, it Qbert? Yeah. 
So you're okay with Josh Gad getting getting busy with Qbert? You're okay with that? So did you do you see the mouth on Qbert? Do you know where I'm going? Yes, I've seen the mouth on Qbert. I've seen I've also seen the mouth on a snake. I'm not shoving my dick in a snake. Yeah, well, snake has fangs. Qbert has just an open hole and uh, and. Oh, sucks. so it's just inviting you? Are you getting the consent first? Uh, yeah, Qbert was consenting in the movie, Joel. Did he get f- full, full enthusiastic consent? I am not telling you in any way to go after Cubert without his consent or anything like that. I'm saying they fell. I'm in not love. saying that you are. I'm saying Josh Gad is certainly telling young boys when they're playing Cubert to maybe stick their fucking dick. Hubert in, in the video game. Hubert turns into uh, another video game character. Um, that's uh, like another. A, he doesn't a sexy warrior character. I don't know her name. I think it's an actual game though. So Hubert catfished Josh. Now I'm now I'm starting to think that Hubert's the one in the wrong. Joel, I just don't think you've seen the movie. I haven't. That's your problem. You, you're, but you're also, not all those people ride, talking about cuties hadn't seen cuties. I didn't say anything about cuties. And do I stand by that? Cubies. Cubert. Cubies. No one is suing Netflix over Cubert. I think they should. Back to Hubie Halloween. You haven't even explained what this movie's about, Joel. Hubie. Hubie. Cubert. Hubie. Cubie Halloween. Q-Bert. I would have loved Cubie Halloween with Cubert, where Cubert is. And his wife, Josh Gad. Yeah. <laughs> it's a sequel to Pixels. Wonder why Josh Gad never turns up in a, in in Hubie Halloween if he got along so well with Adam Sandler in in Pixels. Probably because Josh Gad's a big, stupid idiot, and nobody wants to work with him. I don't think that's true. Um, I think it is. Let's cancel Josh Gad for having sex with Cubert. Cubert's also a boy. Let's like cancel a young... you, Joel. Cubert's a young kid. He can't consent. Cubert's not a young kid. It's He's statutory a hun- rape, if you ask me. What the hell is going on here? I will I... not stand for this, Joel. Tell them. I am canceling Josh Gad today. I'm canceling you for even bringing up this insanity. Now, Joel, tell the listeners at home what Hubie Halloween is about. Hubie Halloween is about Hubie. Hubert Dubois, um, who is a, a guy, and he's a bit of an idiot. And uh, he's basically the town idiot um, in a small town, Salem, actually, uh, known for the Salem Witch Trials. Um don't know about that. Read The Crucible or watch the Daniel Day-Lewis movie. And uh, you can watch that anywhere. Uh, Winona Ryder is also in it. And Joan Allen, I think. Uh, anyway. Uh, so, yeah, Salem and Hubie is a butcher, but also people make fun of him all the time. They call him Pubie and uh, Poobie and a lot of hurtful uh, names and they scare him because he's easily scared. He's easily given a fright. So am I actually um, somebody, a lot of people wait around the corner for me so they can say boo to me. And I go, ah, Oh shit. And your and, nickname's uh, also puby. No, it's not. 
Um, it's Hubie, actually. Anyway, uh, uh, so, but even though he's scared very easily, his main purpose in life, he's decided, is to keep people safe on Halloween. And uh, the definition of this is also sort of muddled because you don't know whether it's about safety or whether it's about etiquette because he's at one point trying to keep people safe and other points telling people to not take more candy than they deserve and all this stuff. There's also weird stuff with a Harley Quinn costume running joke that I feel has a kind of a weird punchline. Um, Anyway, everyone wears a Harley Quinn costume was the joke. Was that everyone wears a Harley Quinn costume is the joke. Yes. Um, And anyway, uh, he has a neighbor named Steve Buscemi or not named Steve Buscemi. Someone's escaped from the mental institution. Um, and but we also think that Steve Buscemi might be a werewolf. Uh, and that is a red herring. Um, they're unwell people, and he's he thinks he's a werewolf. But there is a funny line where, um, Keenan Thompson, who's also in it, I forgot about Keenan Thompson because I was like, Keenan Thompson is like an uh, a, a, a star. Um, He's like on SNL and he has a very small role. Um, you'd think they'd want to give him more to do. Anyway, uh, maybe he just didn't have the time because of SNL. Um, but anyway, um, Keenan Thompson says, I got to take them back to the mental institution. And then uh, Steve Buscemi says, oh, 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 he's like, oh, sorry, Werewolf Center. I thought that was funny because <laughs> Steve Buscemi, this is spoilery, but we're in spoiler talk. And I thought that was a funny joke. Uh, yeah, so, but, you know, but also Hubie is, has a big crush on the most popular girl from his high. It seems like everybody in this movie is the same age, too, because they're all part of the, the Hubie's high, graduating high school class. Well, except for um, the kids. Except for the, yes. Because the, the one kid from... There's only two there. generations. There's only, people were only born in one year in this movie. Also, Julie Bowen's character is a foster mom, arbitrarily. I don't really think... Needed well, it's to, to show that she's also very caring of, about and I think it's, as well. It's it's just lazy writing. What the hell, man? Oh, I also think it's probably just so that they like so it's not like they're Kevin James's kids as well. I don't know. Um, yes, but it's a great movie to watch when you're drinking a pumpkin beer like I was uh the other day. Um at 8 a.m. What's that? At 8 a.m. No, I didn't watch it at the same time as you, Cody. <laughs> Fucking chugging back seven pumpkin beers at 8 a.m. Joel, what's no, going on? I wasn't watching. It, did, it didn't air live at 8 a.m. when you watched it, okay? <laughs> I watched sure. it later on in the day. I will say, it wasn't very far past noon when I started drinking my pumpkin beer. But I just thought, you know, I have pumpkin beer in the fridge. You you save your pumpkin beer so you can watch them during a Halloweeny movie. Um, so I was watching Hoobie Halloween with my pumpkin beer, and I I enjoyed it. I thought it, there there was points that made me laugh, but also points that were making me squirm and be like, "Oh my god, just be nice to Hubie already." I don't um, agree. I liked every part of the movie, including your favorite actor, Ray Liotta. I do like Ray Liotta. Why do you say my favorite actor though? You seem like you and that character would get along. I would not get along with that character. That character is an absolute prick. With that's the thing. 
People in movies are such pricks. There's not that many pricks in a world. I, I do want to point out with that uh, hat and your beard as it is and your hair and the yeah. uh, coloration of your camera, how it's like the sepia tone, you look like uh, Seth Rogen in that new movie that's on Crave. Oh, uh, American Pickle. Yeah. I just ate a pickle with my lunch. Holy shit. Um, yeah, Ray Liotta is playing the same character he plays in uh, Observe and Report, which I have a poster here of the, on the wall of. Speaking of Seth Rogen. Yeah, speaking of Seth Rogen. I also should put up a Hubie Halloween poster somewhere. I love this movie. That's so a great idea. I would, I would uh, also maybe buy a Hubie Halloween poster if I had the uh, money for it. Um, well, uh, Joel... Hubie Halloween, what you need to understand is a movie to get behind because this is, I think, for me, going to be like uh, Christmas Vacation is for a lot of people. Every Halloween, I will be watching Hubie Halloween. I'm, I'm, I'm on the same board, man. I'll watch it. I mean, I would like there to be a Hubie every holiday, Hubie Christmas, Hubie Easter, um, Hubie Canada Day. Um, I would love it. You think he's going to be on that many holidays? But the whole point is that it's in Salem. Okay, he goes to Christmas Town. Hubie meets Santa Claus. I would love to watch that. Uh, Hubie. Hubie Doobie Doo. Hubie birth. Hubie my birthday. Hubie, yeah, like Hubie. Uh, it's a ba- movie based on my birthday, May twenty six, and uh, Hubie helps me out. Uh, on my birthday, be a good movie. I would watch it. I also will say that Hubie Halloween is one of, and I've been watching a lot of scary movies um, lately. I've watched uh, in September. I was pretty much only watching scary movies, and I've watched about we're like ten days into uh, October, and I've already watched about seventeen horror movies. And yeah, and I. We'll say that Hubie Halloween is the single most terrifying experience I've ever had in my life. Um, well, um, extremely scary. Um, one of the scariest movies of all, probably the scariest movie of all time. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you want a fright, then you, I mean, that's the one some for of you. The shit in this movie is like twisted. Twisted. <laughs> Well, I've been watching a few horror movies myself, Joel. I've only Talk watched about him. Yeah, I've watched two. Okay, what'd you watch? Uh, Silence of the Lambs. Nice. And Best Picture winner. Uh, Red Dragon. I do not like Red Dragon. Um, I'm not a big. I'm also, not a big Brett Ratner fan. is a bad man. Yeah, I I Hannibal wasn't on. Um, the Hannibal movie wasn't. The second one wasn't on any of the animals pretty great streaming services. So I didn't watch that one. Otherwise, I have it on DVD. Really? Can I borrow it? Yeah. Yeah. Swing by and I'll borrow it. Have you seen Manhunter, Cody? Yes, I have. I have actually a uh, poster of Manhunter uh, from the uh, theater. It's an original theater uh, movie poster of Manhunter. And it, I had got it signed by uh, Mads Mikkelsen. 
Um, so hopefully one day I can get it signed by Brian Cox and Anthony Hopkins as well. Yeah. But and, uh, uh, William Peterson. Mads Mickelson was very impressed by the poster. Oh, cool. Well, he thought that I'm was a big neat. William Peterson fan. I'm a Michael Mann fan. Yeah, me too. Do you like William Peterson? Have you seen uh, To Live and Die in L.A.? No. Have you seen Young Guns 2? Yes. Well, he's the villain in Young Guns 2, and he's quite good in it. Uh, he's also in the original detective in the original CSI. Interesting. Good actor. Good actor. He wasn't in very much stuff. Um, I have seen a lot of horror movies. Do you want me to talk about the movies that I've watched? Yeah, but first, can I give my ranking of uh, Hannibal Lecter's? Actors or movies? Actors. Sure, sure. Number one I mean, is Mads Mikkelsen. Okay. Number two is Brian Cox. Mm-hmm. Number three is Anthony Hopkins. And number four is whatever that Hannibal Rising guy's name is. Okay. Well, my favorite is Anthony Hopkins. That's um, an insane pick because he doesn't encapsulate... Uh, or Hannibal Lecter very well. He is mainly just a cartoon. All right, pal. I mean, whatever you say. Um, well, I mean, Joel, you got to know this. Have you seen the Hannibal series? The TV show? Yes, I have. Yeah. The thing that is likable about Mads Mikkelsen, he's like so seductive about it, right? And he's intriguing and you want him to succeed but at the same time you're like oh fuck he's doing bad things but you're you're so kind of behind him too like he's seducing you as an audience member anthony hopkins just doesn't bring any of that he brings just he's just kind of a gross old man i disagree i think he uh is is great in that movie um and uh i don't really have much to argue with you because it seems like you you're looking for a certain thing that Mad Mickelson gives you. And, well, I've read uh, I've read the books too. Good, cool, but uh, I haven't. Joel, and, you're uh, pissed. I, what's that? You're pissed off. I'm not bad. I'm not mad at all. I haven't. Uh, I'm just. I'm trying to be very civil. Um, and uh, yeah, I think Anthony Hopkins is my favorite, and that is subjective truth. Um, so. I've been watching lots of horror movies lately. Do you want do you want uh to see all of them or do you want to Yeah, let's uh see all of them. You're going to put put up each No, I mean hear about them. I mean, I've been watching horror movies since the beginning of October, so I mean scroll forward. I I I watched all the Scream movies. Um do you want to hear my Scream ranking? Uh yeah, I'd love to hear your scream. Scream's my favorite horror series, I think. Love it. My scream ranking is one, two, three, four. Um, <laughs> I I like four. I don't. It's my least favorite. Uh, it's the only one I don't like. Really? Mm-hmm. I like I like three because it has Jay and Silent Bob in it. <laughs> um, and I know exactly That's why you like it. Well, I because um, in Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back. Uh, Ghostface and Wes Craven show up in that movie too, so I feel like yeah. they just filmed them at the same time and crossed over, yeah. uh, which I really enjoy. Uh, but 
I I do. I like four. I like four quite a bit. And I like the uh, Scream series. If you uh, watch I haven't watched it. the TV show. I enjoyed uh, that for different reasons, too. I love the Scream series. I do. I mean, the. I mean, what I love about them the most is the characters. And uh, it's like a TV show. I want to watch more of it, but I don't want to watch them without Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, or David Arquette. One of the reasons I don't like Scream 4 is that they forget that they're characters in it, especially Nev Campbell. Oh, Sydney's barely them. What's that? In themselves, you think? What do you mean? Like, you, you don't think they're acting in it? Like, what's the... No, they're barely in it. Oh. They're barely in it. They're in, in service of other characters. Hayden Penetier, Emma Roberts, and uh, Rory Culkin, who's really annoying um, but in that you, movie. You know that my uh, teacher, my acting teacher, is in the first screen. The first screen? Yes, mm-hmm. David uh, Matthew Lillard. Mm-hmm. Um, I like him. And uh, he's great. The first and second scream, in my opinion, are some perfect fucking movies. Yeah, really the first one especially is like my favorite horror movie. I think. I mean, I love the second one too. I would almost sometimes I would if you catch me on the right day, I would say I like the second one better. But I'm going to ask because... you every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just to see if that's um, true. Depending on how I feel, I think I do not like. How early into that movie and early into the franchise that Jamie Kennedy is killed off. Well, I mean, you're a big fan of the Jamie Kennedy experience. I love I love and Max. son of the I'm Mads. always when people are like uh, getting, oh, I'm getting punked. Oh, my God. Am I on you know, scare tactics? Am I on whatever show that Stranger Things kid made? No, I'm like, no, you're on X. The original. Um, speaking of Stranger Things, um, one of the kids from Stranger Things is in Who Will Be Halloween. Yeah, Will. Will Will Byers. Will Byers. Um, last night I went to the drive-in. Uh-oh. Yeah, I saw I saw Cronenberg double bill, but the first movie was by his son, Brandon Cronenberg, Possessor. It's really good. Yeah, really, you liked it. Really fucking good. And then after they played The Dead Zone, directed by David Cronenberg. Funny story, though. Um, uh, I was torn. I wanted There was two double bills last night. One of them was The Dead Zone and Possessor. The other one was the original Evil Dead and oh. Pieces. Pieces, which is a great horror movie. Great, Well, I mean, bad, but very memorable slasher movie. Um which I've both of which I've seen many times and I've never seen possessor and I have seen the dead zone once years ago. So I went and saw, and Mimi, my girlfriend wanted to see those more. So we went to that one, watched possessor. It was great. Loved it. And then the next movie comes on and it was the, they started playing the evil dead and we were like, what the hell are we in the wrong thing? And then, and then, so me and a couple other people went and told the people, and they were 10 minutes into Evil Dead when they changed the film. Some people must have been pissed. Well, I I think that a couple of people probably didn't even fucking notice. Um, they just bought their ticket and didn't even give a shit. Um, but I was I, it pained me, too, because I love the Evil Dead, and I did want to watch it at the drive-in. But I, I've seen it 
I've seen it at the theater before and it played great. So I, I would love a double bill of uh, Dead by Dawn and the new one, the remake. So Evil Dead 2 and Evil Dead. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you should do it. I know. I want it in the drive in. Oh, okay. Then uh, call them. Why don't you ever take me to the drive in? Because we're not bubbled together. I haven't seen you since March. Is that true? Yeah. Joel. We've we've been talking every week. We've been catching up with each other every week, but we have not seen each other in person. That reminds me of a little song I've been working on, Joel. Here we go. This should be good. It makes me feel like I'm missing my Joel, baby. I just want him cheek to cheek with me. Cheek to cheek, baby. That's good. Um, quickly, I watched the first two Nightmare on Elm Streets. Like those movies. They're good. Really? So, I think I'm going to try and make it through the series. Maybe not through, not in October, but I'm going to try and make it through the entire series. When I feel like when we enjoy a movie, there's just so much less to talk about it, right? Well, we can we can keep talking about Hubie. I mean, a, a big thing. I mean, people who have been following this podcast for a while know that Drillbit Taylor means a lot to us. Not because we like it, but because we've talked about it a lot. Uh, we so like Drillbit, it. I know. Uh, Drillbit Taylor is directed by Steve Brill. Um, he also did also... Happy Gilmore, didn't he? Uh, no, let me bring up his filmography here. Well, Steve Brill directed Sandy Wexler. He directed Mr. Deeds. He directed Little Nicky, The Do-Over, Heavyweights with my man, Ben Stiller. Great movie. Without a Paddle with your teacher. Um, he directed The 100% Fresh on Netflix. He directed uh, Emilio Estevez movie. Um, Emilio Estevez, whose father is in the Dead Zone, and Steven Weber from Sour Grapes um, in last late last night. And he also directed Elizabeth Banks in Walk of Shame. So that yeah, that's a good. Oh, and and movie forty three. He did. He did. A, I guess he did a segment. I uh, oh, that's a bad one too. I babe. I babe. Yeah, you made that one. Um. Yeah, I I watched Heavyweights actually pretty recently. Love that movie. I mean, I don't know if I love that movie. Loved it as a kid. Not sure. Uh, It's not bad. It's not bad. I Um, mean, you have nostalgia blinders on more than I do typically, and uh, I typically know. I never watched it. I never watched it as a kid. I take it back. I saw Um, it for the first time because it was on Disney Plus. It's on Disney Plus. Hmm. Yeah, maybe you'll have to watch it. I brought this up. Um, Julie Bowen is typecast as somebody who falls in love with fucking idiots. Um, Mainly this movie, Happy Gilmore, and uh, big time, uh, one of the biggest idiots of all time in Modern Family. Um, Ty Burrell's character, she was married to him, and he is an absolute fucking... Dumbass moron. Um, so she loves to fall, in, love to play people. Oh, and she's in Joe Somebody. Oh. She falls in love with 
with Tim Allen, who, you know, typically play. I don't remember what he's like in Joe Somebody. I remember seeing that in the theater, and he's an absolute fucking moron most of the time. Um, so, yeah, what is it about Julie Bowen that makes her attracted to fucking idiots, Cody? Um, I mean, I stick up for Hubie. I was attracted to Hubie throughout this movie, too. But she's, like, all out. So in love with him. Can do no wrong. And he's, he's like a fucking moron. He, like, fucking trips over the fucking thing and then pretends to be a robot. How do you look at that and think that you're, you're, that he's fucking attractive and you want to have sex with him and... Well, I marry mean, marry him and him father your foster children. This is also they fall in love in uh, Happy Gilmore as well. Yeah. So, I mean, Julie Bowen and Adam Sandler, the Sandler verse is about love connections um, happening. The Sandler verse is about Adam Sandler, an unattractive man, constantly having sex with people way out of his league. I Selma think- Hayek. I think Adam Sandler's an attractive dude. He hooks up. His wife is Kate Beckinsale and Click. Get over yourself. I don't think he's some ugly chud or anything. I I, I think Adam Sandler is a, a good looking guy. He's rich as balls. He's rich as fuck. Mm-hmm. He's and in good shape. He keeps hooking. He keeps hooking himself up with Drew Barrymore and uh, and Jennifer Aniston, as if they're in his fucking league. There's a ton of uh, grown-ups actors in this. Like, uh, almost everyone that's in grown-ups is in this movie. No spade. Uh, no, but I did think that the uh, the person escaping from uh, the psych ward was going to be spade because of the I hair. thought it was going to be Swartzen. I thought it was going to be really? Swartzen. I thought it was going to be it's, spade it's, the hair. It's Rob Schneider with Swartzen hair. Uh, I thought it was spade hair. I guess... It's both. Oh, um, Michael Chiklis was also in this movie. That was funny. Wait, uh, what the hell? The Shield himself, or yeah. the Thing? Ray Liotta and Michael Chiklis are uh, very well. The same in my Sandler. <laughs> both being mean to each other, being mean to Hubie. They're the same fucking thing. Pick one. Uh, Shaq was in it. Shaq is funny in it. Made me laugh. Yeah, I mean, like, what a good, uh, what a good little movie that brought joy to all of us, Joel. And I think that's all we can say about it. Uh, there's probably more we can say, but blended. Um, do we do we want to do more episodes about Stephen Brill movies? I mean, we'll space them out for next anniversary. We got Mass Singer to deal with. We can't start the season. Well, yeah, we have and stop. But I would love to. I would love to skip a few more episodes of. By the time that I mean, it's a long season, and I don't need to watch every fucking we, episode. We can. Joel, you got us to start it. We have to keep going. We have to do you, the whole season. You got us to start it. It was no, your idea. To do you, the whole season? Nope. Nope. Joel, oh you're like, oh, we'll do the messing. Oh, you got to do the messing. No, I mean, we were we, we were talking about the messing. We didn't, I didn't say that we were going to do every fucking episode. And now we're off track. Episodes. We're talking about Hubie Halloween. Yeah, because Hubie Halloween's a huge event in my life. Not just this is the, Hubie Halloween being released is the biggest event that happened in 2020. It's big. I I love it. I do. I mean, we need to talk about without a paddle. 
Okay. I watched that one recently, too. It does not hold up. You talk about nostalgia with me. That movie is not holding up. And I used I'd to like love to say, it. I'd like to say, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. That maybe because Busta Rhymes was unmasked two weeks ago, we should watch Halloween Resurrection and talk well, about that in the show. But we'll watch the time October's finished. We'll watch something with everyone that's been unmasked. Yes. So Brian Austin Green, full Busta series. Rhymes. And cool. but I think that but I think that a big thing should be by the time October's finished, we should do a Halloween resurrection podcast because uh, of October and Buster Rhymes is in that movie. He's actually a pretty big role in it. Um, so yeah, it would be, you know, interesting to talk about that with you. I, I don't know if you've seen Halloween resurrection and also Halloween resurrection is about a, they start a reality show to find Michael Myers. So that's the premise of the movie. They're, they're like, it was dimension or whoever was making it getting in on the reality show boom of the early 2000s. So it'd be interesting to talk about Halloween Resurrection because we got the the October connection. We got the Buster Rhymes connection. We got the reality show connection. And of course, me being a big horror fan and you being a, a movie fan as well. So it would be it would be fun to talk about. You don't think if we, I'm a if horror we do by fan, the end of Joel? October. What's that? You don't think I'm a horror fan? You're a big movie guy. No, you, you, you called yourself a horror fan, though, and you didn't say I was. Well, I mean, the it's the proof is in the pudding. The only horror movies, quote-unquote, that you've watched are Hannibal Lecter movies. Um, well, I just... And, uh, I haven't had a lot of time. Yeah, and neither have I, and I've watched how many movies? No, clearly you've had a lot of time if you've watched 17 movies in the nine days of October so far. Hey, I've been busy. Okay, I've been I've been working on shit. Uh, I was I was on set too this week. Um, well, I, busy. I, I mean, yeah, you were on set. I I had I would have had more time had I been on set in the city, but I was outside of the city. I was in Hamilton. Were you? Mm-hmm. Living there. I was living in at my parents' house in Oakville. Oh, well, you can watch movies there. You don't have a TV in your hotel room? Um, I I was on 15-hour days, so I, I just fell asleep after. Well, that's that's your problem. Um, I, I made time for horror movies. Sleep, set, horror movie. Well, I couldn't I couldn't choose to be less than 15 hours. So after this, what are you going to do? What am I going to do? I'll probably watch a little something. What are you gonna watch? Um, I am gonna check the new releases on Crave. I look forward to that every Friday, looking at what Crave has to offer. And uh, looks like the Fly is trending, so maybe that one. And they just added on uh, sixteen candles. Yeah, my mom was watching that the other day. You should watch um, Possessor. It's a good new horror movie. Where can I watch probably it? Probably like it. Where can I watch it? Well, it was at the drive-in, so it's probably on Google Play um, or available to rent on YouTube. I just watched uh, Draft Day. Not a horror movie, but Ivan Reitman, you know, director of Ghostbusters. 
I we know him. We love him. I'll tell you this. Hubie Halloween was a big surprise for me. Draft Day was a bigger surprise for me loving that movie. I don't know what it was, but that thing had me. It was like an adrenaline shot, man. I was flying. I listened to a podcast uh, called F This Movie where uh, one of the um, co-hosts, he's not always a co-host, but he's on a lot. He plays the draft day game. So if they're talking about a movie and they say good or better than draft day, because he loves draft day and he's, and he's just like, it's like draft day or the, and they, they, they talk about like the, the, like the quote unquote best movies. And they'll be like, so this one or draft day. And it'll almost always say draft day. I mean, like, I, it may sound funny, but I'm telling you that movie's fucking good. I don't know what to. I don't know what to say. I'm surprised. I put it I've on not, as a joke. I've not had the pleasure of watching it, but I would love to see it. And uh, but I'm gonna wait till After. October's over. Yeah, yeah. I understand, Joel. I understand. For whatever reason, it gives me Christmas vibes, but there's no Christmas in it, right? No, it's specifically takes place on the day of the NFL draft. Oh, so NFL Christmas, football Christmas. Yeah, it is Christmas for football American fans. football Christmas. Yeah. Um. But let's or close this Super, thing out. The Super Bowl is the Super Bowl. I think let's let's try and talk about Hubie Halloween a little bit more. Joel, um, we're like an hour into this thing. What are you talking about? People are getting used to long episodes with us. They like them. Um, I'm exhausted. Okay, talk about Hubie Halloween while I fall asleep on the table. I think it's a good movie. And if I've seen a lot of people talking shit online, and I think it's a lot of this sort of like... Oh, I'm so much better than uh, Ho- Hoopy Halloween. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm uh, this film fan. I only like f- great movies and oh, uh, agreed upon classics. If like, you don't like Hubie Halloween, then you haven't seen it. Or if you have and don't like it, then fuck you. Yeah, fuck you. Um, go fuck yourself. And um. Sort of similar how I feel about Survivor. People turn their nose at Survivor and a lot of reality TV shows. And I think, and with horror movies as well. And I think everybody is turning, some people are turning their nose at Hubie Halloween. And you should just give it a chance and you might like it. It's, we need some sort of niceness. And there is, it's a nice movie because it talks about bullying. Oh, I will say, Cody, listen to this. Yeah. This is my theory of Hubie Halloween. Okay. okay, great. We people make fun of um people make a lot of fun of Adam Sandler's movies. People have been mean to Adam Sandler's movies for a long time. I've been one of them. Okay. I don't so like a lot of his movies. You think that Hubie is Adam Sandler and the critics are all of the people in town? Yes. I think Very maybe So maybe his thing is if you make fun of my movies June Squibb is going to kill you. Love it. I love June Squibb, too. Yeah, she's great in it. I will also say, Cody, how did you like Hubie's Thermos? Love Hubie's Thermos. I'm actually pretty grossed out about all just the idea of this thermos always being on him that always has soup. Something about And it's a utility tool. It has an umbrella in it. Yeah, and he was like, like someone was throwing dirt, and he was still eating soup from it. I don't know that that the soup grossed me out. It was it was fine enough. It led to enough gags, I guess. But 
what won me over about the movie was he he somebody throws eggs at him and he catches them. This is in like the beginning scene, and he goes, "I'll eat them raw, Rocky Balboa style." And then he throws up all over the sidewalk and keeps biking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I thought it was, was funny. Good. It sounds dumb, and it is, but I thought it was funny. Um, so yeah, that's Hubie Halloween. I'm a big fan of it. I gave it five stars on Letterboxd. If I was being honest with myself, I'd give it three. Um, uh, it's a decent movie. And if you don't fucking want to watch it, don't, but if you do, if you feel like you want some joy in your life and put it on, not going to hurt you. Um, and it's, you know, it's Sandman. Everyone like, we like Sandler. He just makes a lot of shit. Um, and he knows that people make fun of him. And if you make fun of him, June Squibb's going to kill you. Um, yeah, Cody. Uh, anything else? Mass singer wise, Brian Austin Green. Does he mean anything to you? Um, yeah, I, I watched my mom loved 90210. So I watched a lot of it. I knew who it was. You're um, a big bag fan. Yeah. Like it's, uh, I mean, that's a pretty good guy. I, he dated Megan Fox, right? Like they were together for a long time. Um, lucky guy. Yeah, and I got to watch Jennifer's Body again this year for Halloween. Oh, they just divorced. Oh, they just divorced. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, he's on The Masked Singer celebrating. I mean, she's divorce, single. Ooh, baby. Uh, look out there, horn dog. You'll never get. Hey, Megan Fox is single? Oh, my God. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call her up. Maybe I'll, give, maybe I'll give her a call. You're almost unintentionally doing a humana, humana, humana. <laughs> I like Megan Fox. She's hot and she's a good actress. Um, yeah. All anyway, right. Um, so, how long have we been recording? Too long. Joel, close us out. No, do you have a do you have a timing? No, I don't. But we've been over an hour. Close us oh, out. Well, everyone, thank you so much for listening. Have yourself a Hubie Halloween. We'll be back next week with a episode about the Net Mass Singer, and then the week after that, we'll talk about Halloween Resurrection with Busta and, and the um, Mass Singer. And the Mass Singer. We'll do a bit of a recap, but I probably won't watch it that week. And uh, yeah, so w- keep watching a lot of horror movies. Watch Old Survivor. Watch the Mass Singer. Um, and uh, yeah, watch. And listen to Busta Rhymes music. And uh, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Give us, uh, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars, please. And leave a review. We'd love to see it. And um, it just the five stars isn't enough. You have to leave a review. And uh, if you do, leave it a is, movie you'd like it, us it to talk about. And we'll talk about it on the show. What's it is, that? It is still enough to do the five stars. It's not enough, not in my opinion. Well, it, it helps us on the charts and everything and gets us more listeners. Okay, well, fine. But also, it's not enough. Leave a review. <laughs> um, and if you leave a review, leave, them, uh, leave the name of a movie you'd like us to talk about, and we'll do an episode about it. Yeah, we're always waiting for Survivor to come back. So, please, Survivor. If you leave us a five-star review... 
and you say, I want you guys to do an episode about this. And it's whatever the fuck you want. Honestly, I'm at this point right now. He's it breaking down. It could be fucking Ken Jong. We could do an entire episode talking about the, the Ken Jong experience. Anything you want. Okay. Dr. Ken. Dr. Ken. We'll watch the entire series. Whatever you want. I'll please do don't, it. I please don't give a shit. Please don't put the entire series of Dr. Ken. I don't. How many seasons of Ken of Dr. Ken are there? I, one is too many. I don't dare to look if there's more than that. And pretty soon we're going to get Stephen Brill on this show. We're going to interview him. Um, that would actually be huge. All right. Thank you, everyone. Love you and good night. Goodbye.